It's pod 35, another super loaded pod. Check out the behind the scenes of Singles Day. The Singles Day that almost never happened. That's right. Also, what's the real secret to winning partnerships? And what was Anna Lee's new serve against me and Christine? Was she drunk? <laughs> that was wild. And what is my secret to the only pickleball performance hack you need to gain confidence to beat better players? Absolutely. All that plus a full recap of PPA, Mesa, and biohacking your way to success. Jill, it's Pod 35. Welcome to the TPL Beehive. Is, am I the Queen Jilly Bee? Bee, bee. Yes, oh go bees! I saw what you did there and I liked it, K Dubs. This Pickleball Life. Welcome to TPL, This Pickleball Life. If you're just joining us for the very first time, welcome to the TPL family. We are so glad you're here. Our audience is a smart, empowered, and empowering, positive group. Our motto and our mission is simple. Pickleball is joy. Go out and spread it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to a pickleball podcast when you could, in fact, be playing pickleball. Gratitude is the attitude, and we are grateful for you. I'm Jill Braverman, a.k.a. your girl, Jilly B, top 20 pro pickleballer, former tech CEO and startup founder. And I'm Kristen Walla, a pickleball-obsessed golf pro, a mental coach, and founder of PB Gods, your one-stop shop for all your pickleball gifts. We're going to hop into our opening segment in case you missed it, but real quick before we do, we are on a mission to spread the joy of pickleball, as you know, and we have a very big ask of you an important ask. We've never done this before. And we are asking you to please share our podcast with your three best pickleball friends. We want to help players get better physically and mentally and continue to spread that joy. So will you please click share, send this to your besties. And if you're here, you're having fun. So why wouldn't you want to spread that joy? There you go. All right. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Yeah. So from the last event, something I have noticed All pro players, in case you missed it, especially the younger ones, are wearing protective eyewear. I'd say more on the women's side than the men's, um, and definitely trending towards the younger players versus the older players. Um, I am... Those who have a mommy who's involved in their decision making? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to start wearing eyewear in my next event. I don't know what brand, but this finally, I have to, you've been on me to do it. And and I wonder if also subconsciously I'll play a little better because I'll be a little more fearless knowing those two things that stick out of my skull called my eyes. Hey, fun fact, (laughs) fun fact. Did you know your eyes are the only part of your brain that are outside of your skull? That is kind of Terrifying. interesting. They are a piece of your brain. Yes. Like your retinal scanners are straight to the brain. Straight to the brain. Wow. Well, I'm for it and I can't wait to see your new shades. In case you missed it, everyone is driving wild in Arizona. You could be going 90, you're getting past. No matter where you go, they're just like so excited that they're not in a traffic jam. Let's get there. I didn't see one cop either. Did you see anyone get pulled over the That's whole time? That's really we funny. I feel like I did. Now that you're mentioning it, no, I did not see anyone pulled over. And it definitely feels like driving in Arizona that too fast is not fast enough. No, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. In case you missed it, you guys, dinking is dead. You heard it here first. Every tournament I have played this year, bye-bye. Every tournament I have played this year, I swear the rally length has decreased like one to two shots per event. Why? Well, paddle technology is obviously you gotta increasing. You got to point to that first. You got to point to that first, as you just said. Uh, and it's really hard to leave balls. We saw this with like the increase in body bags, right? This is a statistic we need to start tracking every tournament. How many times did someone get nailed? That's so true. Where they couldn't get out of the way of a fast moving ball. So the if there's mm-hmm. one statistic that points to the speed of paddles, that's got to be the body bag stat. Totally. So the leave, I think, is becoming the absolute most important shot in the sport. Mark my words. And I think it's just more fun to play faster. So I think players totally. want to play fast because of the paddles 
because it's more fun. And third, I think subconsciously easier on your body. There's a bajillion pickleball, pro pickleball events this year. Um, and you know, you're playing for 10 hours in a day, even in these progressive draws. So yeah, you want to play a little faster because I think it's a little easier on your Fast body. Fast is fun. Just yeah. like golf. <laughs> I think we should just cut to the chase and I'm going to train your body bagging dodging with a Nerf gun. Oh my God. Just going to take aim. I think that's a good boo, idea. Boo. <laughs> In oh case you missed it, progressive draws suck or do they? The thing is, Jeannie Bouchard still has a quadruple buy. In singles. Tell people who right? Jeannie so, Bouchard is in case so in they don't case know. You're living under a rock. Jeannie Bouchard is the great gift of pick, of tennis players to pickle this year, right? She is the Sam Query of 2024. And of course, they're trying to treat her well. She's not as pretty, treat her not respectfully. As pretty as Sam, but. Right, right, right. Yeah. No one can live up to that 12 out of 10. Uh, but I, I honestly feel bad for her. Because too. she's missing the opportunity to beat up on some scrubs and show that she is not wins more than just a tennis player. Like I legitimately think if you can get eight points off of Paris, that she could be beating some, you know, first, second, third round players. And now every event she just shows up, has four buys, loses in her first event, first game. Well, first she match. has four buys. I have four matches. Yeah. Four, five qualify, actually. Qualifying matches. Yeah. So I will show the graphic of how the, the, the like empty boxes kind of look, but you get a few extras in singles for whatever reason. And uh, I think we're going to get back to the progressive draw conversation a little eventually, later. but singles. yeah. In case uh, you missed it, the Super Bowl was the most watched crazy. We haven't done a, we haven't done a pod since the Super Bowl. That feels like a month ago. Wow. Has it been? The Super Bowl was the most watched telecast in history with 123.4 million viewers. One, two, three, four. Um, what do we think the most viewed telecast in pickleball history was? One million, the last nationals? I thought I saw I think that, that, that thing in China. Somewhere. The ah, China thing. Yes, the China yeah. thing. Um, so get this. 28% of all U.S. adults placed an NFL bet in 2023 placed a bet on an NFL game in 2023. Okay. That's, the whole year. That's 73.5 million people last year. Wow. That is an amazing stat that if we could get, what, 5% of that? For pickle? Yeah. But also, that means that, uh, what did you say? 123 million people Tuned in. watched babies hit pickleballs. That's true. The, the eBay <laughs> ad with the babies. <laughs> In case you missed it, your girl Jilly B is playing in Sacktown, APP Sacramento, and care to guess her two playing partners? I'll give you a hint. If you add their ages together, you arrive at Jill. And no, Jill is not 45. <laughs> she is 34, to be clear. Does that mean you're 35 in pickleball years? It does. Don't oh, age man. me. Don't age me. Don't do me like that. So yes, two 17-year-olds. Drum roll, please. Any guesses? <laughs> Not Annalie Waters. <laughs> Georgia Johnson. And Gabe Tardio. Wow. Such an exciting lineup there. I don't know where I was going to go with that. Stunning, stunning lineup. Um, so... Uh, We'll, we'll get into uh, a little bit more of, of Gabe and, and Georgia later, but super excited to be headed up to Sacktown. And I think the question you were going to ask me is, am I playing more APPs this year? Yes. Jill, are you playing more APPs this year? Um, well, let's see how this one goes. But yes, it's looking like I'm going to be playing more of everything. Um, in case you missed it, the merger, which we'll talk more about <laughs> later between PK and MLP, looks like it's almost done. So it looks like I will be playing APP, PPA, PAP, APA, and every other combination of <laughs> A's and IV, P's VA. that you can think of this yeah. year. Totally. <laughs> A PPA. PPA, PA. All right. In case you missed Papa, it. Papa, PAPA. Sorry. Okay, we're <laughs> Had done. to go there. Had to go Had there. Had to go there. Um... <laughs> in case you missed it, a female commentator during the PPA Mesa event dropped some... Interesting statistics about uh, childbearing women uh, that was dropped and redropped by our friends uh, at the Memes of Pickleball and uh, 
tropical, but apparently one kid increases women's ability to play sports. But that second kid, you hit the tubes. So, We're talking about having a child. So, so the commentator made a comment about Christine Trefinovich, who missed a volley. And she was like, <laughs> it's because she had that second kid. She would have made that volley if she had only fact. had one kid or something along those lines. So Jill, are you ready to get pregnant? for the sake of your pickleball game to improve my pickleball game i'm already not drinking for 10 months so yeah might as well just pop a baby in there <laughs> might as well oh my gosh in case you missed it the dink awards have come to a close oh <laughs> i'm sorry i'm still on the baby thing like <laughs> pop a baby in there kristen have you learned some special new skills <laughs> How are we going to do this? <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, In case you missed it, the Dink Awards have come to a close. And we want to thank everyone from the bottom of our hearts who voted for us. Thank you. Thank you. Congrats to all the winners. It was an honor to be in the running for best on court antics, best podcast, most influential voice. Uh, you know, I've only been podcasting for seven, eight months. I've only been back playing for 11. Um, we started from zero homegrown, no help yeah. whatsoever <laughs> doing all the editing ourselves. I mean, come on, give us some props. Oh no. So thank you guys. Um, no, seriously. Thank you. No, for and sure. congrats to all of the winners and, and all of the nominees. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's clear there's, there's one thing we need to do to win an award. I think I know where you're going with this. And that is create our own nomination. So <laughs> next week on the pod nominated for best musical intro k-dubs announcing the tpl awards nominated for best original score kristen yes. walla yes yes dying How about, oh my uh, best original decor <laughs> so that's in case you missed it now we're gonna do quick personal catch-up yeah, so speaking of decor we painted our office we've gotten for the, the bug. first time we painted Totally. We, uh, we've been doing our house in segments, right? We like hired a painter to do our, our room. And then we hired the painter when we redid our kitchen. And then we were like, you know, we have some extra paint. I think we can do this ourselves. This room's yeah. not that big. So we start painting. And then as we got finished painting, it inspired us to hire that painter back <laughs> to do our garage door, which was chipping. And we were like, well, we're already painting the garage door. We might as well paint the rest of the house. Which led to? Which led to Let's us- get some new exterior lights. Getting new exterior lights, new numbers. Like, do it all. I actually had already done the door handles, so now and we And then when we went to that. put the office back together after painting it ourselves, we realized, like- Why do we need an office? Let's switch the second bedroom into the office and make the old second bedroom a gym. Yeah. Why not? I'm into change- you're into moving. I get to use power tools. It's a total win, 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 win. So serious question. Does anyone else like to modulate their furniture like in the, in their rooms, in their house every six months? Like just change everything? <laughs> Is this like Is this a, just us? There's, there's no one in the house to say no because we're both. Thing? Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Let's, Since we don't leave let's try the house, this. Let's try we this. have to reorganize <laughs> the house. Like that's. Yeah. Also, serious question. Is it bad feng shui? Is it feng shui or feng shui? I never know. This is like... Uh, I'm going to give you a pass. Like bruschetta. I'd say feng, feng shui. shui. Is, it, is it proper feng shui to have a desk in your bedroom? I think it's I fine. feel like our audience knows. We're going to find out. Well, it ended up giving me a gym removing the yeah, desk. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and a, yeah. a lesser of two evils or a win-win situation. So excited, excited for the, the upgrades. Every time I walk by that new guest Sparks bedroom, joy. I'm excited for our future guests. Most importantly, the cats love it. Should we say who our first guest is going to be? Yeah. Caitlin Christian is coming into town. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about her gonna, on this podcast. She's going to get to test the, the difference between the rooms. We're going we're gonna to sleep uh, test her. We're going to get her, her, what do they call that? The Nuva ring? The mood ring? The tracker sleep ring? Aura. Aura ring. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right. So, uh, Jilly, what, uh, what is our theme of the day? It's the theme of the day. Our theme of the day is the mental pickleball hack that you need to know. Wait, Have wait, you... wait, wait, wait. That sounds like a title. 
What is our theme though? Mental hacking? Well, no. So Biohacking for pickleball. If you would let me like finish the sentence? Never. Ever. Ever. Girl, girl cannot get a, Jilly B cannot get a break here. Look, I've got a rainstorm and an IQ in my system. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There's no stopping me. Okay. Theme of the day. How to beat better players. Okay. I'll accept. And we're going to talk about PPA Mesa right now and how that theme kind of presented itself there in singles. So to rewind, how to beat better players is have to play four warm-up matches before those better <laughs> players. So you are really keyed up to go and they're like, I don't know, pickleball? What's this that? is the pickleball hack you need to know. It is the theme of the day, how to beat better players. And we are going to get into that uh, right now because it has to do with PPA Mesa. So let's okay. talk about PPA Mesa, which will weave into theme of the day. I felt like this was another super strong yeah. start to the year. Three in a row. Let's go with the singles cherry on top. Oh yes. my God, singles. So if you <laughs> qualify from the depths of qualification hell, clawing your way out, you have to play four rounds in one day. And you know, Kristen has been begging me to play singles. And I think I realized why. Because she's not the one who has to play it. Yeah, yeah. No, in in in. In my case, I just watch you run right and left all day, getting balls that I can't believe anyone could get, let alone at age 34 with no kids. <laughs> you don't even have that one kid boost. But uh, every, every time you haven't played singles, it's been like, oh, I was going to play singles, but... We made it so far in the day before yeah, in mixed. Too, too so tired. like too tired. I'm gonna too be sore. too tired and it's gonna compromise my performance in that other thing. So next time, next time, next time, next time finally comes and we're like, okay, you probably shouldn't play singles because for the first time ever, you made history. There was a qualifier for women's singles. First time in history. APP or PPA, they've never needed a qualifier, but this time they needed one. And this time is the one you broke that cherry. Love it. But you actually tried to withdraw and they said, it'll be a $250, 250 point so I, fine. I woke up in the morning and I just was not <laughs> feeling it. So I texted the player services representative and it's like 6.30 in the morning. My match is at 7.30 and I'm like, I'm withdrawing. And he writes back and says, Jill, there's gonna be a $250 fine and a 250 point reduction. And I was like, so I'm going to go to negative 250? That's yeah, actually I literally a lot was of wondering. points. Yeah. And so you look at me, you're like, Jill, let's just go. If we leave right now, we're going to get there right before the match. I'm like, I'm not even going to have time to warm up. I haven't eaten anything. Like it's, you know, 50 degrees out. I'm going to pull a muscle. Like absolutely not. So of course we go. Yeah. Yeah. This qualifying queen is on the way to the first round qualifier, 7.30 a.m. Arrival time, 7.28 we're going to make it. So we're, we're midway. We're 10 minutes into the drive watching like rush hour traffic going the opposite way. And I get a text. You get the text from the player services rep. And he like, says, Oh, Jill, I just realized you were asking about the qualies. I never I thought, thought you'd you were be in, in qualifying. <laughs> you can pull out. Car. Yeah. There's no penalty. And I was like, Oh, I mean, we're already on the way. And you were like, we're going. I'm in. Let's do this. ETA is 7.28 for the 7.30 match, which and leaves I was me like, two whole minutes to go pee and tie my shoes. Like, that's plenty of time. I think I can make up at least two minutes. We got you four minutes prior to your start. Do they have a rule, by the way, in pickleball? Like, in golf, it's legitimately five exact minutes if you don't show up before you tee off and then you're DQ'd. Otherwise, you just get a two-stroke penalty. Is there, like, a, a loose sort of I was trying to get there on time. You're asking the wrong person, sister. There are like I'm no rules in racket sports. Golf I, is just like, like it's like the difference between the Spanish dictionary and the, Amer and the English dictionary. There's three times as many rules. So I but, get, we get there at 726. You got me two extra minutes. I, we video Had time this. to go to the bathroom. I yes. run to the court. <laughs> Look at the referee. They're waiting for me. And I'm like, so could we have maybe a six-minute warm-up, which is a pretty generous warm-up, <laughs> and God bless the referee who uh, acquiesced, and it was a, a very quick, quick match, thank goodness. Yes, yes. Um, it, was, uh, it was good to see you back out there. Dusted the singles cobwebs off. No warm-up. 
yes, you are such a natural on the court in singles. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I know it's brutal on your body and I support you and all the things that you need to do to be your best um, and to maintain your health and all the reasons why you might not want to play singles, but it was, it was great to see you back out there. And then unfortunately, fortunately you just kept winning. So you had to keep playing. It was, I don't, you know, well, beware, beware was, kind of like the semi-injured doesn't want to be their pickleball player. And I ran into like Anna Bright at some point through the day. Like, I can't remember, maybe after my second or third match. And she was playing singles for the first time in a while too. And we kind of looked at each other and I think she said something like, yeah, I'm playing singles, but you know, I've got no expectations. So probably going to play good. <laughs> like, yeah. And there is so something yeah. to be said about like, kind of don't want to be here, kind of not feeling great. Like, all right, whatever, let's let it rip. Like how Jaume said when he played singles at Desert Ridge a couple weeks back and he was hurt. Yeah. He was just like, I'm just going to hit the ball as hard as I can. Why don't I play like this all the time? Yeah, totally. Um, So it's kind of funny because Tyson talked about in one of his post-match interviews, um, I think after his mixed doubles uh, quarterfinal match, how tough it is to be a one through eight seed. Let's really think about that. Mm. How tough it is, woe is him, yeah. to be no a warm one up. through eight seed because you don't get a warm up match. No meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm like a battered wooden ship in a biblical storm, <laughs> clawing my way through singles qualifying. Does anybody have air relax? And so after each singles match, our great friends, Emily and Ben, who inspired us to do the podcast, are like bribing me to keep going. Like literally how you would bribe a toddler with treats. It's like, well, Jill, you know, if you play well this match, we might just give you a lollipop. Really awful Airbnb and get you a nice hotel. What do you think? Okay. Clean sheets. One more. One more. And we'll we'll, we'll get you that new, we'll get you a hotel. <laughs> They're the best. Oh, but uh yeah, it's a it's a lose lose. And it's like you have to play so many matches, they buy, 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 buy all the way in and it is feel a like lose. they don't have it is a rhythm. Lose. And I would love our smart, smart audience to explain to me why if you want 16 people to have a buy, you don't just start them in the round of 32 with the other 32 people or 16 people rather. I don't know. Is there some mathematical reason why that's different? Well, we've talked about this before. The progressive draw is really a staggered entry draw, right? Yeah. You're staggering when certain players come in. And, and, you know, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but when Rafa Nadal and Novak Djokovic meet each other in the finals of a major, they've played an equivalent number of matches. Yeah. Um, I think it literally does mean that they have more people in the main draw. So yeah, tell us what you guys think in the comments about the progressive draw. Yeah. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Is it better? Could it be better? I think there's a version of it where it is better, but they're doing it in a way that maybe isn't ultimately the best. But it is a lot simpler sometimes to just know, like playing mixed on this day, playing women's on that day, all your event in one day or one of everything every day, which turns into seven of everything. Seven total. Um, so touching on the theme of the day, in one of the pro singles matches, uh, one of the girls against whom I had played came up to me after and we had this kind of dear Jilly Bean moment. She said, I'm a great singles player. I know I am. But when I get on the court with a better player, you know, for you, mm-hmm. for instance, we just played, I have this feeling like I don't belong and then I don't play my best. You know, what advice would you give me? So this is the pickleball hack you need in your life. This pickleball hack is available to anyone. It is completely free. This hack reminds you that you are the placebo in the words of Dr. Joe Dispenza. So the simple trick to feeling like you belong and beating better players is telling yourself that you belong. I am, okay, those two words, I and am. They are maybe the most powerful two words in the English language, at least as it relates to sports psychology. There have been so many cognitive studies done to determine that there is a really minimal difference in your mind between an imagined experience and an experience that has actually occurred. So really think about that for one second. This is why visualization, meditation, these are such powerful tools because you can trick your mind pretty easily into believing in an imagined scenario. So when we use words like I can or I am and we visualize very strongly the outcome that we desire or the way we want to feel, we essentially trick ourselves into believing that. So anything you invoke with the words I am after 
harnesses the power of manifestation and the universe will make that come true. So, you know, you can call that, you know, woohoo, voodoo, whatever, or you can set an intention right now in your life and allow the universe to work its magic. So that might mean for you playing better players, it's I belong. I am deserving. I am good enough. I can do this. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of Dr. David Cook's um, like hierarchy of volition, volition, the power to choose. And it's that on the other end of the spectrum, I can't, I won't. And then there's I can, I will, mm-hmm. I am. I can, I will, I am. And it always comes back to that that idea of con, confidence. Yep. You're like conning yourself into believing in yourself. What's a con man? A, a confidence, confidence man. man. Yeah, um, shockingly few people know that. And all of a sudden, you know, you're not nervous playing better players when you start this I am and I can trick. So remember my all-time favorite phrase. It's not cause and effect. It's causing in effect. Effect. Not cause and effect. Causing in effect. So like really think about that. Um, You cause the effect you want. And by thinking you belong out there, you will belong out there. Yeah. I always like to think of it as you affect the effect. I love that. Where has that been, Kate? I don't know. I discovered it last week. It just popped out of my mouth in the middle of a golf lesson, as things do. But yeah, it's so true. I mean, I've heard this from uh, different, you know, mental coaches for years and years, that idea of seeing is believing, believing is being. Mm -hmm. And if you can convince yourself that you are, you are, you know, if you think you're going to miss, you're going to miss. Yeah. Every putt's going in the hole until it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Every passing shot is hitting the line until it doesn't. It's funny because when I do play golf, I don't, I don't think I do this in pickleball as much, but when I play golf and I stand up to make a 10-foot putt, like, I'm surprised when it doesn't go in. Exactly. That, and you taught me that. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So we hope that you can find the am, the be, the you are your own best mm-hmm. champion. Hundred percent on the golf on the court on the golf course too. Um, so also obviously played women's doubles and mixed uh, for women's doubles. I thought we were playing at four o'clock on Tuesday because pickleball bracket said start time four o'clock, <laughs> and because I'm and I even went to the desk and asked, but I clearly asked the wrong question. And because we're still blocked on social media of all all, all the PPA social media, <laughs> like we don't see the draw and the draw isn't super intuitive on pickleballbrackets.com. Yeah, because on pickleballbrackets.com, sometimes they say round one, two, three. Sometimes they say round of 32, 64. And then you're like, wait, was round one the round of 128 or was round two the 64? So Christine and I ended up having a bye. So I feel bad. I told her to get there, you know, by four o'clock, but we didn't end up playing, which is fine. She had to play at six and mixed and I had to play at six and mixed. But you did have a full face of sunscreen on ready to spectate. Oh, that's right. I was so angry because I put on sunblock. (laughs) That's right. And you guys have not seen anyone put on sunblock until Until you you see me put on a face of sunblock. It is a part of Jill's identity. The fact that you don't have a sunblock sponsor is really testament to the fact that you will not just use any old sunblock. Oh, like you have to have the ultimate control over what it goes on true. your face. It is true. I've got my mix and no amount of money is going to make me change my mix. Um, so in women's, uh, we uh, met our habitual perpetual fate in the round of 16. Um, not to mention your habitual fate of Dana Rogist. Yes. Three in a row. Three in a row tournaments playing the, the same player, uh, Dana. So yeah, so we, uh, we buy and then win two matches and we play Annalie Waters in our p- perpetual habitual fate and Catherine Parento. And I love this story so much. This is my favorite, my favorite story from the week. Annalie tested out a new surf strategy against us. Um, it kind of looks like a sideways volleyball serve. Like if you the, backed the up. The running, jumping kind of volleyball serve. Yeah, like if, if, you, if you backed up all the way to the video board, took three shots of vodka, <laughs> and then ran drunkenly sideways to hit your serve and hit the side of the ball. So I almost missed it because it was very distracting. It was very jarring. I was very confused by what was happening. And yeah. in her post Hindrance. Hindrance. Yeah. 
What is she doing? And in her, She's stomping her feet too loud. In her post-match interview, she said she hadn't made one of these serve attempts in practice, but she got out on the court and felt comfortable enough to try it and quote, it worked really well and I didn't miss a single one. And it harkened back to when I played Anna Lee in my last singles tournament, Nationals yeah. two years ago in Indian Wells, and she was moonball serving me. And in her post-match interview, she says the exact same thing. Yeah, I was trying this in practice. I felt really good in my match against Jill. And I'm, you know, really happy that I was able to make these. And it obviously works. So I personally, Kristen, am just so happy that I yep. can create that such warm, of love. warm and fuzzy feelings and a warm and fuzzy, easy cocoon and atmosphere for Anna Lee to demo all her new crazy... <laughs> shots you are that one third oh I'll, i'm just playing jill i'll just like close my right eye hey, tie one hand backwards. behind my back <laughs> maybe serve backwards next one legged oh my gosh and here's what happens High i was likelihood of winning totally totally the funny part for me was i was so busy taking photos of you that it wasn't until midway through the second game that i looked over and watched her serve for the first time the entire match and i was like uh turned turned around to our friends and i was like has she been doing that this whole game and i have not noticed i was um they were like yeah yeah, this whole game. My attitude in that match uh, was I was really ketone IQ'd up. If you guys haven't heard us talk about ketone IQ, you're going to hear a lot about it. I really like that. I queued up. I was like queued I was, in. I, I was so queued in. So it makes me crazy zen. Really like predator, like predator mode, predatorial. Mm, hunt. Hunting the ball. Very in the zone. Um, you know, usually people like seeing me play because I'm like energetic and animated and, you know, kind of, you know, having a good Fun time, right? wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, after all, you are the most electric woman in pickleball. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I need a legitimate news source to say that so I can, you know, I can start using it. <laughs> totally, um, totally. But Wall I'm Street Journal. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely my most deadly when I'm like locked in and not very emotive. Mm. And um, if I'm, but, but like, I guess my advice to everyone would be like, dance with the girl you brought. I'm a really big believer in that. There are matches where I'm super effusive, funny, relaxed, probably more that way in singles. Yeah. So is Jaume. I was just going to say, we just had this conversation about Jaume um, and his singles attitude being so loose and laughing. Yeah. But if I'm locked in and predatory and that's what I bring, like I don't try and manufacture a different attitude. I just dance with the girl I brought. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. Every day's different. Yeah. Well, it kind of reminds me a little bit of your conversation with Lauren about their match against Hayden and Maggie. And she was like, Julian just went ape S-H-I-T or whatever. Yeah. He just played singles. And, and he found the thing that he thought he needed in that match. And that's what worked. And, you know, like you said, the 12-footers going in until proven well, otherwise. And like in my singles matches up until I played Ava Ignatowicz, um, I'd been like really calm slow-mo laughing and then in the Ava match I don't know if you remember this but like I hit my leg with my paddle twice as hard as I could and screamed like multiple times wake up wake the f up like let's go wake up like I yeah. needed a very very different, different energy in that yeah, match totally like I needed to be slapped in the face yeah I don't know if I was tired or what but I got a, a few good picks of your slap in the merry match that left I, quite a welt oh no did I Maybe that's why my leg is red a week later still. I, I do believe that it was the Mary match that really set you over the over the hill. Um, I think you were wearing leggings during the Ava match, but you were not wearing leggings. So there was no oh no boy. barrier no to barrier. entry. Um, but, you know, the human <laughs> body is literally the most amazing thing in the universe. I thought I was going to, yeah. you know, after four singles matches and two mixed matches, and I woke up the next morning and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play, you know, Annalie, Catherine, and Mary Brasha. Um you found but a way. The, the body's just incredible. Yeah. And I was like, let's just take this one decision at a time and one match at a time, one game at a time. Um, the human body is amazing, but also Beamer, <laughs> Air Relax, yeah. creatine, ketone IQ. I'm going to talk more about biohacking yeah. and our bodies in yeah. just a little bit. Um, so but just to finish is, Mesa. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, 
if you really think about what is going on in our system at any given moment, we are temperature regulating, we are hormone regulating, we have self-cleaning uh, abilities. And some people even, and this sounds like a joke, but I've heard this from multiple scientific sources, have the capacity within themselves to create many of the over-the-counter and prescription drugs that we well, we take as well as psychedelics. Christine Maddox, my, there. my partner in the past three events, is a Reiki energy healer. Yeah. Yeah. And she can do it over the phone, Amazing. which is to say like... If you're cued in, tuned in, and mm-hmm. uh, on the same wavelength, we can make amazing things happen with our brains. So on to Mix, played with the Jaume Martinez Vic. We went through qualifying. Don't get me started on that because I am still tabulating points and still finding that unless I'm doing the math wrong, the points that we have should not be putting us in qualifying. So I've been reaching out to Bryce Morgan about this, CEO of the PPA, trying to figure this out. Um Am I going to have to do another chart, another uh, deep dive into the points list? We played against Maggie Brasha and Hayden Patrick Quinn, a great team. Um, after playing Hayden at Nationals in November and getting hit in the face, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times, I had, uh, against his backhand flick, I had a uh, mental and physical preparation going into that match, and I was a reset queen. He stopped attacking me because I was like, all right, I'm just going to reset it. Uh, Maggie Brasha did awesome. They had a little bit of like a slow start. We won the first. Um, and then I thought she was just Jaume's daddy. Like no she fear. did amazing handling his no attacks and was winning hands battles. And, yeah. you know, they were just too good. There's so much parody on the tour. So many three game matches. It's kind of becoming like, you know, who brought it today? Who was on today? Who had a 1% edge, which makes it even more impressive when you see the same names over and over in the finals. Totally. You know, it makes those teams so impressive. Anna, Absolutely. James, Ben, Anna Lee, Thomas, Vivian. Yeah. No, it JW is. Um, in Georgia. There's so many, so many strong teams now. Yeah. Um, um, big serves. That is a continued theme. You guys, if you are not unleashing on your serve, you are missing out. You know, it was a 10-9 on a, on a um, one. And I said to Jaume, hey, should I crank my serve? Right. And. <laughs> I did, and I missed it just long, like barely long. And I looked at him and I said, hey, at least I went for it. So I think give yourself – we ended up winning that game, thank goodness. But like give yourself permission to miss and ask yourself – like I do this in golf. Where do I want to miss this? How do I totally. want to miss this shot? So bring that same attitude to pickleball. Hey, if I'm going to lose this match, how do I want to lose it? Do I want to miss it tentatively into the net or do I want to rip it as hard as I can hey, if you're going gonna for lose, a winner? Lose it on your own terms, right? Like we had a plan going into Annalene Catherine. We stuck to our plan. We got absolutely slaughtered. It's okay. Like they're an amazing team. They're 61 and oh, actually, no, 63. And oh, it was really funny, actually, on the video board as we're going into the, we switched sides. And so now I'm looking at the video board at the start of the second game. And right before I serve, it says Annalie Catherine Parento undefeated in every match they've ever played 60 and oh. And I'm like, that's the motivation I needed right now, right before we start the second game. If only game. Lee Waters had not torn her ACL. Oh my gosh. No. So, um, uh, she's such a good player in her own right. Are you kidding no, me? No, totally. But uh, so ask yourself, hey, if I'm going to lose this, how do I want to lose? So for me, I want to lose being aggressive, not tight, not tentative. Uh, that means dinking aggressive. It doesn't mean just like speeding up crazy shots from my shoelaces. No, it's it's just this feeling of like want the ball, go to the ball, be aggressive, take control. And you can do that on aggressive third shot drops. Like it means all of your shots, your serves, Absolutely. your returns. Like miss it where you want to miss it, which should be long. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Long until it's every time long and then you need to adjust your targets. But it's the the idea that Tom Kite always said, there's no such thing as a conservative swing, only conservative targets. Love that. Everything is aggressive. Love Everything that. is conviction. Love My that. favorite I word. I love the golf stuff today. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I do what I can. I know what I know. (laughs) So some other Mesa points. Just wanted to say thank you to everyone who emailed us, came up to us. It's so fun to meet you guys. Mike, I'm going to butcher his last name, G. Gagnon. Gagnon. I'm going to assume that it is a French pronunciation. Loved all of your emails. Sorry to miss you on Friday. We left really early in the morning. I loved meeting Linda. Such a joy. You snagged one of our very last Mexico spots. Congratulations. And love the story you shared with us where you felt like pickleball was starting to 
lose some of that joy and you actually ended up traveling a little bit, you know, an hour, hour and a half away to find a new pod of players and like rediscovered that joy. But it took you this moment of like waking up to like, oh man, I'm not feeling like I used to feel with this group yeah. or how I used to feel yeah. stepping out on the court. So like good for you for recognizing that and finding that joy again. No, it's an interesting thing that I think happens to people in all walks of life and friends. You somehow, you fall into a certain group of people and then you feel like you're stuck and you look around and sometimes realize like these are not the joyful people I want to be around. And I will say that pickleball in and of itself is a great way for people to meet a whole new trope of people or if they move to a new city. Um, But it's tricky when you're like, in this group of people who keep inviting you to their games and you want to be somewhere else. So uh, good for you for being brave enough to branch out. Um, and thank so, you, Ron yeah, and we, Wendy. Of Look course, at our keychains. weekly keychain. I mean, Ron and Wendy, if you don't have an Etsy shop up, what are you doing? Let's go. Let's, I mean, who doesn't want the cutest, like monogrammed, perfect, I even love the it's, font. Uh, it's yellow but it's in the a, shape of a pickball. One says K-dubs. One says Jill. Or Jilly, Jilly B. And then, of course, we have, if you're not watching on video, yes, the, the Ron and Wendy Toby keychain for our orange tabby that you sometimes see on video. Yes, we have three cats. We are crazy cat ladies. We are. Toxoplasmosis. Let's go. <laughs> so, Jill, do you want to show our newest uh, and latest and greatest rock product. This is super cool. So this is an ice shaker from rock. So insulated, um, large, probably like what? I think plus that's ounce? a 20. Yeah, this is awesome. It's and more than meets the eye. Look at the bottom of it. Or what should I say like ear? Yes, it is a Bluetooth speaker. So you can just set that puppy down on the side of the court, chug your water, chug your electrolytes, chug your rainstorm your ketone iq and you've got your your speaker blaring for all your friends it actually is really cool because i find that when i show up to pickleball i'll be like oh my um my portable uh speaker is dead or i forgot it but it's like mm-hmm. you're not going to forget your drink if it's combined with your speaker and i know that probably sounds- and it won't be dead when it's combined with your solar bag i know it's brilliant so it's a it's a very symbiotic relationship i can't wait to see how loud it gets yeah. No, I tested it the other day. It's pretty great. The Bump Box Ruck Ice Shaker. We should play our theme song on that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are interested in the ice shaker, right now there is a Ruck Pickleball Bundle where you can get the solar backpack, the speaker, and a Ruck hat, which is over a $300 value. And they are giving this pickleball bundle away. So head over to the Ruck dot pack instagram to sign up for that and get your pickleball bundle yeah nice nice so it looks like we have a mlp ppa merger update it does look like it is going through and not only is it going through it might be going through in the next 48 hours so today is the next 48 hours or 48 years (laughs) it seems like most all players have accepted a reduction or a buyout or some type of new company agreement um, and, and there are some who are keeping their current MLP agreements from what I understand. So what has been the holdup just as a refresher for so our yeah, newbies? Yeah, so there's been, you know, three key issues. One being Duper. Um, I.e. Duper was part of MLP. It's all Steve's ideas and merged together. Then the unmerge was like, wait, do we still want Duper as the PPA NUCO idea? Part of the merger agreement between MLP and PPA was the adoption of Duper. And then I think um, at one point, you know, Tom uh, Dundon was like, no, you know, I want to do our own rating. Pickleball Brackets has a rating. So I think that was an issue that has been solved for. And then two was letters of uh, indemnification, which we've talked about. So Tom asking all the team owners to indemnify him from past and future actions. Um, and I believe that has been resolved. And then three, these player contracts. So wanting to create you know, millions of dollars um, of cuts on these multi-year player agreements, which was done through a combination of reductions, a combination of, you know, uh, buyout agreements. And it looks like, you know, those are pretty much done with only a few players keeping their current agreements. So 
The big question on everyone's mind, did you take a deal, Jill? Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, if I did, I wouldn't be able to talk about it, as okay. I'm sure you know. And um, maybe, I'll t- maybe I would tell you. Okay, maybe later. I'll, I'll whisper in your ear. Don't listen. Um, you know, I would say uh, I am playing APP this year, PPA, being able to have, you know, my freedom and do what I want, which is really exciting. And, you know, I always think about the player collective and how proud I am of all the work that all the players did in the past three, four months. And you it's know, the, about so much more than just these contracts. 100%. 100%. And, and the collective was never anti-merger. Remember, it was always, let's have fair negotiations. Like, make us yeah. fair offers, fair deals. We talked about this on the podcast. Like, hey, offer me XYZ. Offer all the players XYZ and you'll have all these contracts done. Yeah. So I think everyone started listening to the podcast. What can, what can I say? What can I say? Um, so next up, are you super stoked about our next few events? Where else are we going? Next up, APP Sacramento with Georgia Johnson, Gabe Tardio. Let's go. Um, and congrats to both of those players. If you don't know, Gabe Tardio and Andre Dayskew took out Ben and Colin Johns. Yes, um, big props. Georgia Johnson and Mari Humberg tore it up, took third place, beat Vivian David and Anna Bright. For the bronze medal match, let's go. You know, we did say on our last podcast, five players to watch on the female side. Georgia Johnson was number one. Is there a girl? I thought, I think I said in that podcast, she is the best player behind Annalie Waters. Female player. Yep. Did we have Gabe Tardio in our five men to watch? I think we did. I think we might have. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I've got PPA Raleigh coming up with Caitlin Christian and Augie Gee, who, by the way, Caitlin made it to the round of 16 in singles without a left thumb. No, she didn't have it surgically <laughs> removed or cut off, um, but she did break up a dog fight to save her dog's life Crazy. as another dog had its jaws around her dog's neck. So as such, she had to get stitches three days before the tournament on her left thumb. So she played the entire tournament, all three events, with a one-handed backhand because she could not get her left hand, which is in this huge, it's not a cast, but like it a looks big, like a cast, like a cast, but it's gauze and then it's blue. So um, it looked if looked I had that to way, do that, but thank God it was her left thumb. I know, but if I had to do that, my right arm would literally fall off. So huge, <laughs> totally. huge respect and kudos to her. She's coming to train in the desert this week. So I'll hit every return to her backhand. Absolutely. <laughs> then we have PPA Los Cab or Los Angeles um, with Martin Emmerich and Caitlin Christian. And then PPA St. George with Rachel Summers and the one, the only lefty righty, who knows, Jack Monroe. So have you noticed anything about these my next male partners. They're, <laughs> they're young and they're lefty and they're uh, running lefties. around the court. Let's go. Get back to Jilly B on the left side where she loves to be. Super excited. No, I, I've actually grown to love the right um, quite a bit and I'm happy I flexed those muscles and now I'm excited to see, yeah, excited to see if I, you know. Can get back to your old roots. Get back to the old roots on the left. We'll see. I'm excited. Yeah, super stoked. Yeah, I had forgotten that Martin Emmerich was lefty. Another great bonus. Big props and big flops. We got into a little bit of some big props above, but I wanted to give special props to Millie Bobby. No, not the character from Stranger Things. I'm talking about Millie Rane and Bobby Oshiro, a.k.a. Millie Rain. But the real pronunciation is Rane. Come on, let's be honest. They took down not only Elise and Megan, but also Leia and Lauren. And then they got 10 points. They lost 12-10 when they played CPN and AL in their first game. So say hello to the new alpha females of Pickleball. I see what you did there. You see what I did there? Alpha paddle, alpha females. I see what you did there. I think this is okay to say, but we ran into Leia and Lauren as they were about to go play. And they were like, we're wearing glasses. We're putting on the glasses for the alpha paddles. Um, Big props. By by glasses, we mean protective eyewear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Big props to Jack Monroe, who made the corner finals with Julian Arnold. Go, Jack. Uh, And big props to Rainstorm for finally taking a page out of my brainchild and creating their best flavor yet. The best flavor yet. It's grapefruit. It's orange. It's called citrus zest. Get your hands on it. They also have another new flavor called kiwi guava which also tastes amazing so try them all big props to andre and gabe who made it all the way Mm -hmm. to a 
silver medal. Amazing. Uh, and um, super excited to see what they have uh, going all year. I think they're going to play most of the year together. Um, big flops to our Airbnb. <laughs> it was another uh, disappointing uh, Airbnb experience. Airbnb is getting like worse. I think like it has Uber. to do with the fact, yeah, like yeah. Uber. What were you going to say? Well, you have this like democratization of technology and now like, you know, 15 years after Uber starts, it's as expensive as taxis and the service is terrible and you have like the same exact thing happening with Airbnb. So whenever you have these like industry disruptions, it just Fees, seems like taxes. Yeah, it seems like, you know, the government and uh, and restrictions like our neighborhood, you yeah. can't rent for less than 30 days. That's what I mean. Like the government so, catches up to like, how do we either get a cut of this or make this so difficult for both sides of the users that like the product just diminishes and price increases. It's just so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've come to the conclusion that at its heart, Airbnb is about staying in a house with a person. I kind of agree. Having the, I, okay, so I the actually whole house have to yourself. noticed this. Like we... We have definitely, this is a total tangent, but we have been Airbnb being like more like casitas or apartments or homes. And the best experiences I've ever had in Airbnb were inside a house with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. So big flops to the commentating. We mentioned earlier some weird mentions about childbearing as its corollary to performance, but uh, should be interesting to see if we have a noticeable difference in tone next week or next event. Speaking of babies, did you see Thomas Wilson's baby? <laughs> Got hit like two out of three points in a row. I'm glad it's in all smiles court. and I'm glad we can yeah. laugh about that. I no, don't I did think talk the baby him. was like actually hit, but yes, a ball from Jack Sock's blistering overhead landed uh either close or on the family yeah um, Twice. either way get a helmet on that kid um on the topic of bobby and millie and gabe and andre in florida we have a by the numbers by the numbers by the numbers so yes. in case you missed it florida is dominating professional pickleball Pools of competitive players make each other better. So ask yourself, who are you playing with, right? We always talk about a third, a third, a third. You want to play a third at your level, above your level, and below your level. We have these pools of competitive players. We have Austin, Texas, Florida. But Florida to and me... And not to mention Utah. Right. But Florida to me is totally outpacing other geographies. So look at the data. J.W. Johnson, Dylan Frazier, Gabe Tardio, Andre Dayskew, all in the finals. They all train together. Anna Lee, Catherine versus um, Anna Bright, Vivian David. You've got seven of eight finalists within 20 miles of each other. Okay. Is this So to be clear, to be clear, Anna Bright and Vivian don't live near each other and they lost. Yes, I wasn't quite going there. I don't think you have to live next to each other to win, but maybe you do. Well, if you look at the yeah. medalists from PPA Mesa, only two did not live in the same city. Wow. And that is Annalie and Ben. Okay. And then wow. Mari Humberg lives in Kentucky, but I wouldn't be surprised if she spends a ton of time in Florida too. Wow. That's amazing. And not to mention, we've also got Millie Bobby. We've got Arnold and Monroe mm -hmm. in Austin. Mm -hmm. We've got Jansen Stratman. We got Bright Ignatowich living in the same house. Yeah. Stax Rutellas, basically brothers. Arnold Stratman. I already said that. No, I didn't. I said Jansen Stratman. Wright Kovalova, Pat Smith, and Davilliers running it back. Yeah. For the Wichita well, boys. It's, it's, and then the siblings, Roshes, Johns, Kawamoto's. It's a really we've got interesting walkers. point because, you know, I think, um, you know, Jamie talked about I want to like play with as many different partners, male and female, as I can this year. And, you know, that's, that's definitely a strategy. That's something I did like my first year of pro, or I should say, um, not the past 10 months, but before that, I feel like I played with a lot of different, actually, yeah, no, in the past like 11 months, I'd say, um, it's, it's a strategy, but what I am noticing, like the data literally shows like you want a steady partner, like you want to yeah. be on the metal stand, like you want to live next to your partner. You want to train with your partner. You want other ESP. players against whom you get to play mm -hmm. who are really good. 
that's, mean, that's what I see. Yeah, there's a familiarity that really is um, an unspeakable, unknowable totally. sort of extra 0.25 level. Like when I think about, you know, Christine Maddox, who's just going to be so, so good, and we play three events together, I'm like, she's local. Like, oh my gosh, we could train three days a week. Like that, yeah. that brings up a team's duper 15%. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, even Jack Sock and, and Colin Schicker an hour and a half away. Oh, interesting. That's that's a lot of, I think, why they ended up playing together. So we have a performance biohack of the week. So this section used to be called recovery tip of the week, and I am calling it uh, performance biohack of the week. Three, two, one, zero, zero, and let's go. Nice to Do you want to talk about the inspiration for that? Yeah, absolutely. I have been on like a nootropic cognitive function optimization kick lately. So like how- Because why not? Why not be the best version of yourself, well, of your athletics self and of your mental self? Let me ask you listeners this question. You know, when you play and your mind is quiet and your reactions are fast and you're like, oh my gosh, that was like the best pickleball day of my life. Wow. What is that? One out of 10 times for you, two out of 10, three out of 10. We've all had those days, Kristen. We've all had those days. Totally. All my lobs are in. Why why can't it be every time? That's the chase. That's what I've been looking for in the past two months. Like I've always admired Tyson McGuffin because he's got all these recovery devices and recovery sponsors and these really strict regimens of like, here's how I warm up. Here's how I recover. He's 34 years old, but he's playing all three events and he's just getting better and better and better. And we're the exact same age, even though I thought he was way older. So I kind of like followed him early on and copied a lot of what he was doing, but I ignored this like other half of the puzzle, which is your mind, your like inside your body. And so I have been on this like supplement diet, what kind of like journey hack and the post-recovery expensive toolkit and stack becomes less relevant as your body gets stronger and your mind gets sharper and you recreate these days where you feel freaking limitless, um, where the ball's moving in slow motion, your reaction time's 40% quicker, your brain isn't doing monkey mind, it's laser focused. And I think I have figured out basically how to get there. So for this week, I want to share with you guys some products and supplements and stuff that I've been doing and finding a lot of help from Ben and Emily. Thank you for giving me recommendations. Um, So for this week, I've got two performance recovery hacks. So one is straight from Dr. Cynthia Beccaro, the pickleball doctor. She is a chiropractor in Newport Beach. She has helped me tremendously. Um, when I thought I would literally never walk again after singles day and playing from 7.30 to 5.30 PM, I took a a concoction that she advised me on. So it's, um, at night, magnesium, L-theamine, and GABA to help sleep and recover. So that combination of pills was super effective. So again, that's magnesium, but it's a glycinate. Normally magnesium kills my stomach, but the glycinate doesn't. L-theamine is super helpful. It's an amino acid in green tea. It slows down your brain function by relieving stress. It improves your mood, helps you maintain normal sleep. And GABA is your um, cells inhibitory neurotransmitter in your central nervous system. So it lessens the ability of a nerve cell to receive, create, or send chemical messages to other nerve cells. So it produces like this very calming effect. So those three things taken in conjunction um, helped me turn my brain off in a really like positive way, calmed me down. Yeah. Because usually after a really intense Got you match, out of your head, kind of. Totally, gets you out of your head because you're sitting there, your eyes are open, the lights are off, and you're like thinking about the dink you missed in the net on game point. And that just like kind of calms everything down. Um, The other interesting thing about Mesa, which is a huge performance recovery hack that every single person listening can take, uh, can take from is I didn't cramp, which is pretty rare after like a 10 hour play day. And it was pretty warm on that day. I played 10 hours and I'm attributing that to two things. You know, I went in super hydrated. I have not been drinking alcohol for the past month. As you guys know, if you've listened to the last couple pods, they say hydration starts three, four, five days before an event. And I think I felt that lack of alcohol and just being super hydrated. Um, and fun fact, did you know you lose a pound of water per night during sleep with respiration and perspiration? You can wow, lose up that, to a pound. That is so much more than I thought. So this tournament, I replaced what I normally drink, which is liquid IV with... Um, 
Salt Stick and Redmond's Relight, R-E-L-Y-T-E. It's the cleanest electrolyte mix I've been able to find. It tastes like pure salt if you get the unflavored version. And you know Redmond's uh, Real Salt, you've probably seen that brand at your local grocery store. So they stand for quality mineralized, minimally processed sea salt. So they've taken that salt and they've made literally like the cleanest electrolyte mix. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was going to say liquid IV, but that's a brand. <laughs> electrolyte mix. <laughs> yes. And yeah, it was the first time I didn't cramp. So those are my so recovery. Relight and Redmond's. So Relight is made up of Redmond's. Okay. Sorry. Redmond's is in Relight yeah. already. Okay. Yeah. So I was Yeah. Using- well, and I think a lot of what people experience with all of these different electrolyte powders is they're all trying to appeal to the taste of the math of the math. And these masses, and these do have flavors. These no, these do have flavors. I did unflavored, and, but there's no but sugar. Point in them, being though, which is that great. that they're not overly sweet, overly no, flavored, super right? clean. We're like, what else is in here to make it taste like this? Yeah. Like pure goodness. Yep. So That's I have awesome. about ten thousand other hacks and things I did. Obviously, ketone IQ completely <laughs> obsessed, and we're gonna talk more about um, my stack. Uh, on the next pod and what I have been putting in my body that's helped me become this like super laser focused, clear thinker, better reaction time on the court. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tricky sometimes to pinpoint what's doing what, because Mm -hmm. the lack of a problem is hard to pinpoint. It's like, you know, you don't cramp. You're like, what didn't cramp me? And um, that's the trickiest part, I think, of, of all of these recovery hacks. Well, is, I think I've done a good being job able of to consistently introducing things to right. determine their efficacy. And I want to share that with our listeners. Totally, totally. I mean, I think cramping is one of the most common issues in, um, in sports and in pickleball. And when it happens to you, it's so debilitating that you'll do anything. So anything that can help is, is huge, I think. 100%. So we hope you found this podcast educational. Uh, Thank you for listening. And remember, pickleball is joy. Don't let anyone tell you differently. We out. This Pickleball Life is a Tomahawk production. 100% organic, self-made, and homegrown. Music by K-Dubs. Editing by K-Dubs and Joey B. Check out pbgods.com and use code PBLIFERS for 10% off your next order. Do you have a question for Jilly B? Email us at thispblife at gmail.com to be included in future episodes. Don't forget to click subscribe. This Pickleball Life.